Hello and welcome to Imagination Overtime. I'm Val and this with me as always is my co-host and brother Chris. Hello. This is the show where two adult siblings rewatch cartoons from their childhoods and figure out were their imaginations working overtime or that were they actually as awesome as they remember these cartoons are the, the sweet ones from the 80s um the best decade basically best very best decade i watched an episode of i think it was crash bandicoot from the 90s oh yeah don't it know was, if i ever saw that it's very clever very smart no good <laughs> no oh <Yeah>, wow <laughs> uh, it was good <laughs> He's no Sonic. <laughs> you might argue that cartoons were better in the 90s based on that, but... They I were. <laughs> I still prefer 80s cartoons because they were so ridiculous. Like, you did feel like you're having a weird fever dream a lot of the time. Um, yeah. And yeah. that was kind of nice, I think. I don't know. I think I'm, I might just be defending the time that I happened to be born in. It's hard to tell. But anyways, I digress. Anyways, <laughs> so today we are reviewing episode one, season one of The Raccoons. Yay, The Raccoon. Has uh, anyone wait. heard of that? <laughs> <laughs> Anybody? Anybody. Uh, I didn't actually realize it was Canadian, but then when I learned that, it sort of made sense because it's one that's kind of flown, flying under the radar. Nobody ever talks about it. Yeah, that, that was the one thing I knew about it, that it was this weird Canadian cartoon. That's all I ever thought about it as. Yeah. Even though now I find out like Inspector Gadget and Mask and all that. Pretty Canadian too, but. Oh, yeah. You know, the raccoons were very Canadian. It was also successful in, like it got bought by Disney, I kept reading in Wikipedia. Or was that only the specials? It, it aired in the States. Yeah. Like, so like it, 94 or 5 or something. It did yeah. do well. Like it wasn't only in mm-hmm. Canada. Um I don't know why it doesn't get talked about more because it seems like it did do surprisingly well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Maybe yeah, it's because know. we were saying before how we didn't have any toys. Maybe that yeah. makes or breaks whether or not it's a show is like really hardcore imprinted in children's yeah, lives. So if they're if they're not playing with toys after the show, maybe it's so toys or toy commercials. Yeah, maybe you're, you're missing out half the ninety percent of the experience. <laughs> Um, I wonder why he chose not to do toys. Was it just like too expensive? Mm-hmm. Was he, I read a little bit of an interview with the creator and he commented that there were all other shows where he didn't think much of their qualities and he was trying to make like a quality show. Maybe yeah, yeah. purposely avoiding toys because he thought that was, you know. Yeah, that'd be cool. But I think you're talking about Kevin Gillis. That's him, Kevin Gillis. Like the main guy. Yeah. I wanted to get a story of like how he dreamt this up, why raccoons, more importantly, why aardvarks. <laughs> aardvark, <laughs> yes, the aardvark in Canadian forest. <laughs> Room free. <laughs> you didn't even know what they like were. Like raccoons, I'm sure he, you know, saw some raccoons and thought those are cute animals. That's... They're in a cartoon, right? Yeah. Um, but <laughs> in the, uh, on the uh, Wikipedia page, it says uh, he thought about them after an incident at the cottage. Oh, right. I read that. But then it does not elaborate on what it the incident was. It does not elaborate at all. It's a definition of cottage. <laughs> so, what, what happened at this cottage? I love that it gives the definition of a cottage. <laughs> Apparently, guess, it's a little bit different in like the States. If you say yeah, maybe cottage, say it's not 
Yeah. It's not like a cabin. People know. don't picture the same thing that we're talking about. But anyways, yeah. I'm <laughs> guessing those raccoons broke into something, ate some food they weren't supposed to eat, or broke into the garbage, spread the garbage out everywhere. Mm-hmm. Those they are the that. two things that define raccoons. They do that but then all the time. He made them the good guys for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> they are very cute. Real raccoons are, yes. Yeah. Oh, do you think the <laughs> animated ones are not so cute? <laughs> They're a little different. They're a little less cute. Yeah. They have big fluffy tails, though. Yeah, that's, a, that's the best part. <laughs> but the, yeah, their noses are a bit messed up. Their noses are weird. It always confused me when I was a kid because, you know, the aardvark noses, I didn't even know they were aardvarks at the time. Yeah, but, I kind of yeah, thought like, they were a made-up animal. Yeah. But yeah, like Bert here, the, the main one, he has this bent nose too, just like the bad guys do. So it always confused me if they were related or not. Mm-hmm. And they hang out a bunch, the two, the aardvarks and the raccoons. So is it possible there's a raccoon aardvark hybrid? Maybe. <laughs> maybe. We're going to go deep into this conspiracy <laughs> theory. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, maybe that's where Margaret Atwood got uh, her ideas in Oryx and Crike. Right. Oh, my God. It goes all the way to Atwood. Always. <laughs> this is going to change everything. I'm calling Atwood. the Toronto star. <laughs> all right. So is that enough background on, I feel like none of the voices are anybody famous, possibly because it's Canadian, but I I didn't really look into it. Um, It seems like the music was a big deal though. Yeah. He started out as a musician before he got into animation. Did you read that? Oh yeah. (laughs) Forget. Um, There's like two or three songs per episode or something. Yeah, and I think he put a big emphasis on the music, and he knew musicians who would write the music mm-hmm. for him like that. Yeah, the, to be a musician, do the voices. Well, that's something. That's cool, yeah. I I don't know if I liked the music at the time. <laughs> I was, you know, what was I listening to in the 80s? I don't know. Guns and Roses? Hmm? Guns and Roses? No? <laughs> that was, later? That was a lot later, yeah. <laughs> Early 90s? So, that was, yeah, late 80s, early 90s. Oh, right. This so was probably a bit I, before that. Yeah. You like Madonna. Maybe Madonna. We don't need another hero. Next. Mm. Oh, Stuff like Tina that. Turner? Yeah. Wow. So I Also, don't know the Carpenters, I, Jan and Dean. <laughs> <laughs> Not the Beach Boys. Not the Beach Boys. Those were Fake really Beach Boys. <laughs> So yeah, lots of music. When I was rewatching it, I sort of thought to myself, is this music kind of good? Yeah, it's pretty good. I also thought the animation was kind of good. Did you think that? Yeah, there were some pretty cool backgrounds. and I could nice put my there. finger on why. I guess this none of it, good. yeah, none um, of it seemed really like, oh, they're just reusing that. Anyway. Yeah, I didn't see any canned stuff like He-Man picking up the same boulder every episode. <laughs> Maybe if we watched a bunch of them in a row, see something. <laughs> Turns out every episode, exact same animation with different voices. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, all right. Well, let's start the synopsis. <laughs> Let me say that in a normal way. Let's start the synopsis. I'll have to cut all this in. What did you think of the theme song? Wait, was there a theme song? 
Yeah, it's like, what's it called? Born to Run? Run with us. Uh, I, forget I think I have to it. listen to it again. Oh, did they not play it on this episode? I'm pretty sure Run With Us became the sung by a guy, Steve Lunt, for season one, and then Lisa Lohe's two to five. I have to look it up. So the theme song, which we don't actually get in this episode for some reason, is a very catchy song, um, like 80s sounding, but not like in a ridiculous way. Mm-hmm. Catchy. New yeah, new wave, but doesn't make you want to laugh. <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> could be the church or the Roman. Anyways, go on. Yeah, I feel like with like different instrumentation, maybe it could like if it wasn't so synthy, it could it could be another kind of song, a non-new wave song. <laughs> like it's a solid <laughs> tune. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> yes, could be Weezer. Yeah, exactly. Corpse, whatever you got. So the titles, I always loved that um, font, the raccoons. Yeah, like Indiana Jones. A little bit, but it was also very 80s. It's like those shirts with that sparkly lettering on it. Oh, yeah. In the 80s, and it's got that gradient, and that and fireworks Saturday are going off. Saturday Night Fever. Yeah, the fireworks. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> the that title sequence always made me like feel like, excited like this was a good show yeah, yeah. already <laughs> yeah oh nice and i noticed that this show has a narrator who pops in once in a while oh, yeah which i feel is very unusual like i can't think of any other cartoons of this era that have that and there's something no. weirdly Maybe soothing about it he's like this sort voice. of old man yeah with yeah, this like, very uh, comforting like, voice like dukes of hazard oh yeah true <laughs> That was live like action I, first. Anyways, yeah. it's, oh, um, was that a cartoon later? There was a Duke's and had that cartoon. I don't remember that. <laughs> we should do that one. <laughs> yeah. So it starts off with the dogs fishing. Right. The one dog reminds me of the for better or for worse dog, Farley. Oh, yeah. He's a very cute dog. Very cute. Yeah. Shepherd. And the pigs so. are spying on them. These three pigs with matching clothes. <laughs> yeah. Shirts, no pants. And hats. Classic um, henchmen? Classic I don't yeah, know why. Like, I thought the three little pigs were victims, but not in this case. Ooh. Um, and, the, yeah, <laughs> maybe that's good. Maybe it's in power. Uh, so the pigs overhear the raccoons and their dog friend making plans about Cyril Sneer, mm-hmm. which you have to admit, even if you know the twist and you go back and listen to it again, the wording they use does really sound like they are going to hurt Seal Sneer. Oh, definitely. There's no other way to interpret it. They would have been locked up immediately. But the way, <laughs> way they're saying it... it if, if Cease has heard that. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> locked up immediately. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty incriminating. But and they are kind of saying bombs. it with a smile and a laugh, <laughs> which did... Also, what cartoon have you ever watched where the good guys are like preemptively planning a strike on the bad guys? That never happens. No. So, you know, you're, you're in somewhere, somewhere else. Yeah. Or, I mean, or. Yeah, either like, oh, these are. There's a twist. Yeah, or there's a twist. (laughs) But I did toy with the idea of like, maybe they've just had enough, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Even though this is the first episode, but there were three specials before this. Where a so lot yeah. has happened. Maybe they finally snapped. They snapped. <laughs> time to take them out. So it could go either way at this point. 
you have to you have to learn more. Um, and then we, there's a scene with um, the dorky raccoon <laughs> trying to impress the pretty lady aardvark with his bugle playing, and she gives him a sick burn. <laughs> She's like, "Oh, it'll sound so much better in a few years. Why don't you surprise me?" Then? <laughs> yeah. I really like that she says a few years, <laughs> not like a few months. <laughs> so good. He keeps um, trying playing. Yeah, of course. He's like, no, you'll enjoy this. Typical. <laughs> Is that a mansplain? It's something akin to it. Like, no. He's pretty toxic, yes. I'll tell you what you like, lady. Then <laughs> um, <laughs> he trips over the cord to a hot air balloon, which the pigs look at and say, a war machine, which I thought mm-hmm. was an unusual reaction to a hot air balloon. <laughs> it's just a, yeah, it's not a Zeppelin or anything. <laughs> it's just like looks like a, a balloon that someone blew up yeah full of helium. there's no guns it's a nice bright color um they i think these henchmen their yeah. hats fly off <laughs> so terrified and very shocked. comedic oh. do they seem french somehow <laughs> they have a voice like this <laughs> like are those sort of berets but not really Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. They do have some workman's outfits. Hmm. Sure. They've got a cool little motorcycle with a sidecar. Sidecar. Um, it's, they go back to Cyril Sneer to let him know. His gothic castle. Something's up. The gothic castle, and I was noticing that there's little statuettes of aardvarks absolutely yeah. everywhere. <laughs> which is a fun <laughs> detail. I it's feel like you could... Sound. Every week you could probably like look for the hidden details, like like the legs of the table, I think, were maybe aardvarks. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the background painters. Working overtime. Yeah, all right. Yeah, pretty awesome. Uh, and we meet Cyril Sneer, and he's like smoking a cigar, very evil. It kind of sounds like Ed the Sock. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Wait a minute. And he smokes a cigar? Uh-huh. Ed the Sock smoked a cigar. And he oh, came out after uh, this, right? I think he came after you. He was, unless sure. there was some like proto version of him that I was not aware of. Mm-hmm. There's that weird Erdberg dog. Erdberg <laughs> Perk dog. What's, what is up with that? Good point. The raccoons have a dog, <laughs> or the raccoons have a friend who is a dog. <laughs> kind of like a Pluto and Goofy situation. Yeah. Pluto's a dog, and Goofy's also a dog, but he's a human dog. But these uh, guys have a blue, a blue aardvark that aardvark walks on all dog. fours. Messed up. Do you think they uh, created that in an evil lab somewhere? Oh, maybe. Yeah, yeah. it's a castle, so mm, full of evil lab. Some evil lab around there somewhere. That's probably like his other son that he and didn't he's like. Got a, a Scrooge McDuck gold <laughs> oh, everywhere yeah. money vault. They don't swim and, in it, but no, not this time. Maybe next time. <laughs> <laughs> I was also seeing the Mona Lisa in the background. Did you notice yeah, that? <laughs> pretty so evil. So that's where it went when it got stolen. Yeah. Mm. Pretty sinister. That's fun. So, uh, yeah, was it Cyril and Cedric? Is Cedric the son? I think so. He's kind of like the in-between between the raccoons and his dad. He's kind of torn. Yeah, that's kind of fun. Between two worlds, Romeo and Juliet. Take two. Mm. Yeah. It's rare that you see anyone... Go between the the good guys and the bad guys, you know. No, yeah, there's not. There's usually, it's usually very black and white. There's no mm-hmm. Cobra and GI Joe uh, hybrids. Yeah, friends with both. Cobra has like a nephew who's like, but I'm gonna go hang out with GI Joe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
just for tonight. <laughs> so, yeah, these are it's a little lower stakes. And yeah. Also, which is good. Yeah, maybe that's something I liked about this show. Mm-hmm. Not not so scary. Um, Cyril has a whole bunch of bears who are like his enforcer agents or something. Yeah, the pigs are not his only army. They have, he has a <laughs> bunch of bears too. These guys are huge. Yeah, I don't know why, but I was initially just like, why would bears be following this little aardvark guy? They're so big and strong. They can do whatever they want. You know what I mean? They could kill him pretty easily, yes. Yeah. Just maul him. But I guess they like money or something. I guess so. I guess he buys some honey or something. Mmm, honey. Probably honey. <laughs> Probably. They're also yeah. not very smart. They're less talkative. I don't think they ever speak. Maybe they can't speak. Yeah. They are able to operate cameras. <laughs> 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 they have hilarious costumes that are not very convincing at all. No, Cyril sends them after the raccoons to surveil them, get a picture. Yeah, I don't know why the pigs, I don't really understand the pigs versus the bears, who does what, but I'm sure he's got an extensive org chart that makes (laughs) it all very clear. Um, uh, Yeah, and they're fighting each other. It took me a while to figure out what the hell's going on. Oh, really? They're trying to get this picture, but they're all... they're trying to be the one that gets the picture. Uh, yeah, so, I didn't actually fully... You're right. It's a little confusing, yeah. So they're each fighting each other. There's like five or six of them. They're playing funny pranks on each other, kind of. Yeah. And the raccoons just are totally oblivious. Yeah. And the bears are like right beside them. Which does... None of this makes me laugh as an adult, but I feel like as a kid, maybe I would have enjoyed... Maybe, yeah. This sequence. Four or five, I would have thought. Yeah. Hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, back uh, to the castle, and they're all beat up. I guess, I feel like maybe the lesson there was, like, teamwork's better, you know? Like, That's right. You you can't get things done if you're all sort of competing with each other all the time. So that's a good lesson. It's true here in the real it's world. true. That's right. He has so, an amazing view from his castle. <laughs> Do you think this is BC? This must, must be BC. BC yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta be no mountains. Right. Yeah. The crater's from Ottawa. Do you think he secretly mm. wanted to live in BC? Oh, now they're digging graves or something. <laughs> searching for something. Oh, I know. He decided he needs a moat, I think. Oh. So they were digging a moat. Oh, now back to the pigs. The brains of the operation. They're very loyal. Mm-hmm. And they work better together than the bears do. I'll give them yeah. that. Gotta get rid of those bears. I feel like I wanted to see more of the raccoons in this episode. We <laughs> <laughs> spent too much time with the bad guys. Yeah. Yeah. Not a lot happened. <laughs> Almost like that Rainbow Braid episode. <laughs> yeah, things are, seem like they're happening. <laughs> He's always yelling and stuff, but yeah. things aren't really moving forward. Yeah, that whole last sequence is like, mm-hmm. the aardvarks have really weird bodies. I always found their legs, the way they get really thick at the bottom, <laughs> like they're wearing bell bottoms, mm-hmm. but they're not wearing any pants at all. Yeah, so I think that that's pink. Yeah. <laughs> Pinkish purple. And aardvarks are actually much cuter oh, they're great, in yeah. real life. Aardvarks, armadillos. Very cute ears. They're awesome. But awesome this version thing. of them has like made them quite... A lot. Yes, uglified them. Yeah, uglified them. Which is what kids want. Ugly, Bad ugly people characters. are ugly. 
and good people yeah, are attractive. True. This is <laughs> a universal truth that is not at all damaging people who no hasn't done any damage <laughs> are not considered attractive. Two million years. Yeah, exactly. So Cyril, no, Cedric was writing a letter to the raccoons. Oh yeah. And Cyril Bussum sounds very incriminating. Holy crap. <laughs> Cyril is right to uh, imprison his son. <laughs> And the little dog finds it, who is uh, not anthropomorphic. He's like a oh yeah, he's regular. He's just a regular dog. So is it that like when you're a puppy, dog. you're a regular dog, and as you grow up, you turn into a human dog? Maybe yeah, you gain sentience. His father maybe he has to drink some blood or something. <laughs> <laughs> so this skinny Ardbert girl is always hanging out with. The raccoons. Yeah. Why is she? Get, how does she get to hang out with them past midnight? It's dark. Why isn't she in the castle? How is she, she related? Like, I forget. Yeah. Maybe there's another family, a poor Ardvark family. Had <laughs> <laughs> the bears <laughs> dug a hole, but it's not a moat. <laughs> <laughs> they got tired and they had to go on uh, security duty. watch. Yeah, guard yeah, duty. Yeah, with their bowling t-shirts. <laughs> it does look like they're on a bowling team. Yes. Ardvark symbol. <laughs> and the big dog brings a crate to the ca- to the castle. Bom, bom. There might be something in that big giant crate. Who knows? Oh, <laughs> Bert the raccoon. They didn't get into the castle, though. They're just next to the castle. No, they're just beside it. It's a useless place. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> they have a grappling hook. They got through the gate. I guess that must I be guess, hard to do. <laughs> I guess they can't climb the like, six-foot fence with their grappling hook that they no. use like 30 story tower <laughs> i feel like grappling hooks were all over the place oh in my God, childhood yeah. <laughs> oh, am yeah. i wrong like every show no, at every, some point everyone had a grappling yeah are grappling hooks real <laughs> has, has anyone ever <laughs> i don't know if they've ever been used in real life <laughs> they're very secure yeah, super in secure. Movies and TV. Feel. You do. You have to yank on them like twice to make sure that they're <laughs> secure, but then you're good. <laughs> good, yeah. And they went up a giant tower, and then they have to go down it all the way to the basement. <laughs> Is that what they did? Yeah. <laughs> they sure did. Not downstairs. That's a cool like, shot, though, when they're going down these stairs. Yeah, it's cool. The rotation effect. Yeah. Like the Nintendo sixty four. Yeah, I think this is good. And and they they totally beat up. They totally tricked this bear, this giant bear, and they're like not worried at all. And the bears are not smart. They are so. And they find Cedric, the wimp, the millhouse. <laughs> if you will. the show, I guess Bird is Bart, and Bird has a giant pack of dynamite. Where was he hiding that the whole time? I don't know. Yeah, he's got no pockets. And just before it goes off, Cedric says, wait, it's not, boom, it's not locked. Oh. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah, it's one of the best. And it sets off an alarm, which says Acme on the alarm, which is a good detail. Shout out to Yeah, always confused me with this Acme. Ace me, as I called it. <laughs> Ace them. And they go back up the giant tower, <laughs> the perfect escape route. It's nice that it turns out he wasn't locked in that room because that lowers the stakes. Like, yeah, definitely. It makes you go like, oh, his dad's not that mean. <laughs> too abusive. I really like this tower stuff. I wish he was locked up in the top of the tower so that this tower made sense. Yeah. But I love, 
a castle and I love a turret in a in a castle. Oh yeah. It doesn't take that much to make me like your cartoon. No. <laughs> just some horses. Oh, yeah, this is lacking horses, admittedly, but it's it's got other things going for it. Yeah, and there's the big dog and uh, and the balloon, the war machine. I enjoy the pretty starry night sky. I feel like watching this cartoon. I always felt like I was camping. <laughs> it is very camping. Yes, <laughs> it is like staying at at the cottage. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> take that, yeah, idiots! They're gone <laughs> and they're balloon. Their war machine. Their war machine, yes. And uh, yeah, and somehow they're steering, but who knows? <laughs> who knows how that works? All right, but something's finally happening. Finally we've been happened. hearing drips and drops. I forget what they said. I was making notes as they went along, and I was like, seems like it's probably his birthday or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the suspense was killing me, though. I was like, come on, come on, what's going to happen? <laughs> I feel like this show could have been about half as long. <laughs> it could have, it yeah. Cut it and done like the snorks two episodes per half. Yeah. Hour. No problem. So they're approaching a, a site in their balloon that has what sort of like two tables, long tables covered in tablecloths and then a mysterious yeah. large square thing covered. Canvas, yeah. Or a giant box, I guess. We have another giant crate. We finally get a big chase scene kind of. Kind of. <laughs> the motorcycle. Motorcycle versus balloon. The balloon has always yeah. gotten already gotten to the destination. <laughs> Somehow, yeah. <laughs> and Cyril's like ready to ready to murder everybody. Just laughing hysterically. Cedric's trying to no, um, no. reason with him, keep him from busting into the mysterious crate. Bam. Guess what? Birthday cake. <laughs> <laughs> what? I was right. I called it. I was able to figure out the plot of a children's television show. <laughs> oh, and they had mentioned having uh, gunpowder. Yeah, gun yeah, powder. which did sound very incriminating. But in the back of my smart adult mind, I was like, you know what else you can do with gunpowder? Pro- sort of, maybe, probably, is fireworks. And that's I what guess. it was. There was. They didn't fireworks. really mention any other chemical True. the colors, but yes. whatever. Gunpowder is enough, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that was it the whole time. There was never any actual oh, conflict. <laughs> it's sort of a misunderstanding. Mm-hmm. Um, the raccoons are doing something very nice for Cyril Sneer. And he pretends to still be angry and grumpy because that's like his thing. But you can tell that he secretly likes it. Yeah. And mm-hmm. this is such a weird first episode (laughs) (laughs) i maintain that this should have been the season finale (laughs) (laughs) yeah building up to it yeah i don't know or like halfway through or something you take a break Mm. from the actual tension and maybe it would feel really good to be like oh here's one where they they get along maybe they become friends like a wedding but just friends (laughs) yeah and then the narrator closes everything off with his very soothing voice. Yeah, here we go. Amazing. So yeah, so that's the raccoons. <laughs> Amazing. Heartwarming, sort of slow, <laughs> but ultimately very fun and soothing and nice to watch. Yeah, it'd be good and relaxing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you're falling asleep, 
<laughs> I think it was usually on at like seven or something. So that's like bedtime for whatever. Yeah. Weird time for a animated hmm. show. So it was animated in Canada, which is cool. In Ottawa at Atkinson Film Arts. Mm-hmm. They did the first season, the first three specials in the first season. I'm so proud of them. <laughs> 78 to 89 they were oh they did the adventures of teddy ruxpin another classic that's what i was thinking of that's impressive mm-hmm. the biggest one has got to be a segment of heavy metal i don't know what, what heavy, heavy metal, metal was, was oh like, yeah well i didn't know what it was back then either but that was like a yeah. cool adult it's an adult oh, cartoon an... for stoners yeah so that it's one of the most uh, famous canadian uh, animated I should re. I should watch that. I don't know if I've ever sure. watched it in its entirety. Oh, oh wow! I saw it in the theater at university. That's alright. Yeah. A little, a little slow. <laughs> but, so they did uh, <laughs> did a few other things. They did Care Bears and the Velveteen Rabbit for better or for worse. Bittersweet Velveteen Rabbit, very bittersweet. Bar. Makes oh, me cry. And one of my favorites, Cops, Central Organization of Police Specialists. <laughs> I was obsessed with that stupid show for some reason. Really? I did my own version called Troops, the Rabbits Organization of Police <laughs> Specialists, because they had a pet rabbit. Ah. And I drew, them, I drew them as rabbits. <laughs> did a few pages of a comic before I, before I got too bored. But yeah, it was, I don't know why I like cops so much. Maybe it was the only thing on Sunday afternoons or something. But So, yeah. We got to watch go. one of those. <laughs> I wonder if I will remember it. It's like triggering a slight memory. <laughs> yeah. I but I can't I picture what the it. characters look like. It was bulletproof chief. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm guessing there was more violence in that show. Oh, yeah. Does that bring us to the violence report <laughs> for the raccoons? <laughs> for the, the violence report for the raccoons. We should say that uh, Hinton Studios took over after the first season, which is. Oh, yeah. I think the producer's own little studio. The producer, not the creator? Or the... Kevin Gillis. Oh, right. Sorry, the creators. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he had um, his own studio. Um, Hinton. Kevin Gillis and Sheldon Wiseman set up their own studio in Hinton Avenue in Ottawa mm. to take over after a dispute over costs. Mm. Oh, wow. Bold move. So, yeah. I, know. I don't know how you start an animation studio. They did it and they're like, however many seasons, four or five more seasons. Yeah, I'm impressed with Kevin Gillis. Like he was just a musician, and then he had an idea for a show, and he made the show, and then he made his own animation studio. What? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you do, how that? do all that? I have no idea. Impressive. So, yeah. So yes, uh, the violence report. I want to do that? Uh, yeah. I don't remember enough violence in this episode. <laughs> so there were some. The bears were kind of um, punching each other, kind of. I don't know. Pushing do you consider Do you consider uh, placing a skunk inside a skunk. of someone's clothing violence? Is that violence Allegedly technically? Violent, yeah. <laughs> it's smelly. Yes, pretty smelly. There was some the dynamite blowing up the door, even though the door just kind of fell over. Like I don't know, it didn't really do much damage. So yeah, nothing blew up. A, the door just fell over. It's a dust cloud in the yeah, direction of the explosion. I believe. Yeah. So. <laughs> Perfect physics. <laughs> and uh, then they crashed the motorcycle onto the cake. 
So yes, yeah, not enough violence. My mm. imagination would have been working overtime for this episode. <laughs> had anything. While I was like, it's nice that there was no violence, I think. Yeah, no. (laughs) Cyril, he's a bad guy. Should be violent. Yeah. Hmm. Well, um, the feminist killjoy report. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) What do we got? Well, okay, so there's like two female characters, right? Mm -hmm. I think so, yeah. A raccoon and an underwear. Yeah. And the raccoon lady is, she seems really smart and like competent. And her and her partner seem to be very, like, equal. Mm-hmm. So I like that. Yeah, you don't see that a lot. That's for sure. Yeah. It's kind of happy couple. Yeah. And she's not super feminized. No, she's got a raccoon butt. Yeah. So that's nice. But then the aardvark girl is annoying. <laughs> <laughs> Though, I mean, technically, like, she's got this high voice. Like, she sounds ditzy. She's super skinny. She's got like big hair. Like she's quite fem- feminine. But I don't know if that's sexist of me to be like, I don't want to see feminine looking women. And like, is a high voice bad? No. But I feel like she's just pl- being a trope of like a dumb woman. But she does get she, that sweet insult in. Yeah. Which she maybe indicates she's smarter than she seems or something. Yeah. I don't know if she's dumb. I don't like that she is the the killjoy. Like she's Sigourney Weaver and to you know Bill Murray. You know like, mm. that's a Ghostbusters reference. <laughs> I'm trying to think of like Jed Apatow references where you got the the goofy guys doing everything and you got the women on the side going, wow, being like, oh, this, this is, is dumb. Stop good. doing dumb. everything. Yeah, so she's be boring like, like us. But, but she's in on the the plane, right? She's in the. She goes to the castle and all that. That's true. She's not like putting the brakes on her. She's in there. The the horrible horrible plan. The birthday party. Yeah. So maybe she's okay. <laughs> I don't nice know. Nice if she was, had more of a personality, but yeah, not too bad. Yeah, she seems very passive, but who knows? Maybe in other. Maybe she sometimes gets her own plot. Maybe yeah. I'll have to watch more. It'd be cool. You at least see the two female characters at the same time. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know if they ever talk to each other, though, about something other than a man. <laughs> That'd <laughs> I don't be know interesting if it to passes see. the Vectel test. But I bet it does happen, like, on a... Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll watch the entire run of the raccoons. <laughs> no, I probably won't. Probably I got other enough. things to do. <laughs> Should we mention that we're recording this during a pandemic, or is it... Are we so far into it now that everyone just assumes that that is to be the case? <laughs> I don't know. It depends. Yes, in the middle of the pandemic. So. Oh God, do you think we're in the middle? Oh, no, sorry. This is the <laughs> beginning. That's what I thought. The first year of quarantine. Yeah. <laughs> we still remember the before times. The before times, yes. Still faint memories. But what better time to go back to cartoons that you watched yes. as a kid and feel comforted? So. Oh, man, the 80s buy stocks in our podcast <laughs> i feel like i should have that first week i should have been buying stocks left and right in like zoom just anything masks <laughs> whoever makes masks but i was too busy being upset <laughs> why i'd be a millionaire by now yeah why would you be upset by yeah good point. death yeah it's a mystery <laughs> Are you ready for our new segment, Stump a Sibling? All right. Okay. I should have written this out in 
detail because now I'm forgetting the exact how it works. Okay, maybe I'll make it a two-part question. All right. Question one, um, where do aardvarks actually live in the world? Oh, man, I don't even know. Yeah, I want to say like Texas, but that's like armadillos. So I'll say the Amazon rainforest. Where do they live? Question, where is the Amazon rainforest? Oh, like South America. South America? Okay, no. No? (laughs) I sort of knew that. No, they live in Africa. Oh, Africa. Amazing. I should know that because I had an animal book and the first, very first animal in every animal book is the aardvark. You know what other book also always starts with aardvark? What's that? Think of how aardvark is spelled. Aaron A. Aardvark? With two A's. <laughs> the phone book? Maybe. <laughs> What's another book that's just a list of words? Crossword dictionary. Just regular dictionary. Regular <laughs> dictionary. <laughs> Apparently it's the first word in the English dictionary. Oh, wow. Yeah. Mm, amazing. Okay, that's probably enough, but did you know also that they walk on their tippy toes? No, I had no That's idea. just how their feet are. Oh, wow. If they flatten their feet, that's like they're squatting, according oh. to thing I read on the internet. I hope that's accurate. And they're not actually related to anteaters. Oh, um, wow. It's a case of like family. simultaneous evolution where like two different trees evolve mm. into a very similar kind of animal, but um, not related. I'm forgetting who, what they're, I think, I forget what they're related to. Mm. Moles was one of no them, or not. a specific type of mole. Yeah. So fun. I should have read that. I don't know. Should have read my animal book. I have like two <laughs> copies of. I guess I got that's a gift twice. Did you steal mine? I might have stolen. <laughs> yes. No, you, you probably got it as a gift from two people. <laughs> I have an animal book. Usborn also was Usborn, but we had a bunch of Usborn science. I remember the book about the Earth that started with pictures of like what ancient peoples thought the earth was and it was like you know a dome on the back of large tortoises and stuff <laughs> so good huh yeah <laughs> strong. tortoises can carry a lot of stuff so. it's true and when they, they move, move very slowly way, so. yeah mm-hmm. it makes perfect sense um do you have a stump a sibling question for me oh uh the only one i could think of was um another aardvark related question because <laughs> that's all we care about because raccoons are passe nowadays it's true um, I was wondering, and I looked it up, so this other famous Canadian aardvark came before, a few years before the raccoons, and I was wondering if he, maybe that's why they are aardvarks, and can you think of another famous Canadian aardvark, not animated, just drawn? Well, no. He went for a long time, and his creator is not the best guy, but back in the 70s and 80s, amazing. Canadian? Canadian, black and white, <laughs> comics. In the funny pages? <laughs> <laughs> Not the funny pages, just an indie comic. Anyways, this might be a little too... No, uh, I don't think I know. A general audience. Who is it? There's this aardvark <laughs> named Cerberus, or Kerberos, that was like a, a Conan uh-huh. the Barbarian. Started off as a joke, went on, it turned serious and went on for 300 issues and then... <laughs> Drove the creator crazy. Wait, what was his name? Uh, Cerebus, C E R E B U S. There he is. And he looks kind of similar to the Edwards. His nose is. Oh, holy crap. Um, and Cyril Sneer, Cerebus, mm. similar. Hmm, yeah, I wonder, huh? I think that answers the question. Oh, this looks cool. 
But yeah, I wondered if one of them influenced the other and Cerebuster in like 78. He's got those big wide legs. He does have the big wide legs. I, mean, I wonder if they were friends. Who's the creator? Dave Sim. He's from Kitchener. On Kitchener? Still Ontario. It's Ottawa, Ontario, Kitchener. So, yeah. Short, I don't know, five hour drive. Tunist uh, <laughs> community, yeah. Conventions and stuff. Talk, mm. That's for sure. Wow, that's weird. Mm-hmm. Wow. You stumped a sibling. Good job. (laughs) No, that's the point. (laughs) Wow. Fun fact. If only the libraries were open, I could order some Cerebus. Mm -hmm. Yes, the early ones, too. Hmm. Maybe I'll support a local comic shop. (laughs) Do you think they would? Is it still in print? Oh, yeah. Yeah? You you can get the phone books. They're these big ones. Uh, Or maybe the single issues in the back issue bins. Cool. Wow. There you go. What a great segment. Uh, Oh, and now for the final segment, knowing is half the battle. Okay, what's this about? Where, yes, much like how many cartoons ended with a little, what would we say, a learning moment where the characters from the show would be like, by the way, Timmy, if your ball goes in the street, don't chase it, dummy. What did we learn? (laughs) Even though the show wasn't about chasing balls in the street. But I think She-Ra would specifically reference the episode and they would be like uh, but what did so-and-so do that was bad so in this episode i guess i kind of gave it away when we were doing the synopsis but like the bears not getting along with each other teamwork but teamwork maybe mm-hmm. it was also a lesson about assumptions and eavesdropping zero, zero <laughs> assume the worst yes yeah like and like maybe sort of gossiping like if you hear something through another person maybe you don't know the real story ask them before you go chasing them be a better parent (laughs) don't be abusive yeah to your idiot children is it bad to lock your child in a dungeon unclear (laughs) he wasn't locked he just closed the door it wasn't locked he was just in his room he had a tv in there Mm. we didn't have tvs in our rooms when we were kids so that's true he was in heaven (laughs) so yeah that is what we knew. That was what we learned. These are good lessons. Knowing is half the battle. Maybe this segment isn't funny <laughs> when it's like a nice show. Yeah, maybe not. <laughs> Probably better trying to kill each other. Yeah. Um, maybe it's a bad lesson that like if you're nice, it, if you try to be nice to your enemies, like they'll be nice to you. Some people are just evil. <laughs> mm-hmm. Maybe that's a bad lesson. Maybe I shouldn't say that. Maybe, no matter what you do. I'll still assume the worst. Like, don't bake a giant cake for the bad guy. He's just going to crash into it. That's a waste of cake. Mm-hmm. How did they bake, bake that a regular thing? cake. Just exactly. go to the supermarket. Yeah. yeah. We, <laughs> we have to rate it and decide if our imaginations were working overtime or not. Oh, really? Okay. So I feel like this one, maybe because of the richness of the background stuff and the animation being very good, and the fact that it's like... Like, it was long and boring, but I feel like maybe as a kid, that made me feel like I was really living in this, in this world. Yeah, maybe. Um, and maybe that's that something good. I liked about it. Yeah. Um, so I feel like my imagination was not working overtime Ooh. with this one. Wow. I'm going to go the opposite. So yeah. My imagination was working <laughs> way a bit. <laughs> trying to imagine something something happening something happening just anything uh, yeah i think i was happy with just how like pretty it was with the 
the stars of the sky and the fireworks and the like camping scenes and the mountains and the lake like I think it just took me to a place where I wanted to go Hmm. and there was enough like effort going into the characters and stuff that as when I look back on it now it's not sort of like oh my god these are like barely characters yeah yeah no looking back pretty impressive pretty layered Mm-hmm. complex for a, a kid's show but uh oof, when i was a kid i just wanted pew pew <laughs> boom boom rap rap you're dead <laughs> all right so we differ what were you rating out of 10 slightly yes i'm really bad at rating them i kind of just want to say a yes or a no so i'm gonna say no imagination not working overtime which means yes it's good is that confusing <laughs> don't do what donnie don't does <laughs> I'll say yes, my imagination was working <laughs> quite a bit. So cool. Not the greatest. It's fun. Impressive it's... now, but. Yeah, not when you were a kid. Not when I was. All right. Well, that brings us to the end of the show. Thank you for joining us for Imagination Overtime. Thank you. We hope you're holding up in quarantine, or maybe you're listening in the aftertimes when oh, God. Oh. all the world's yeah, problems so... have been solved. That sounds nice. Who invented the vaccine? Are they a god now? <laughs> Canadian? Let's hope so. I hope so. That'd be uh, yeah. But who cares? <laughs> as long as someone does. Yeah. All right. Goodbye, everyone. Thank you for listening.